Did I? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, he was pretty cool. They said they shut him down because he made some old lady puke at his. Yeah, he was doing like doing bombers. So they had to shoot us out. Like some old lady fucking puked everywhere. Well, that was her fucking fault. Right? You feel me? Bitch, if you can't fucking take it down, I get why you're trying. You know what I mean? She paid to throw up too. Yeah, no shit. Are we recording already? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's like kind of how we just go and then edit later. But that's how it's been working, because... I mean, like you said, the, it's about the progression. I'm, I have a lot of, uh, I hate to say it, youngins that follow me now, and so I got to watch what I do. Uh, there's a whale. Is the whale over there? Hmm. No, but I always hope people can learn from me when I do it. Just being transparent with the art in general. That's why this year I'm theming all my social media kind of, not a direct ripoff of Silent Hill, but my hometown has a history about flooding and everybody's all goofy about ghost hunting and stuff. So my idea is all your social media is going to be about the flood. We're going to do like a... Silent Hill themed horror album. Do like the Juggalo thing. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. Whoop whoop. Yeah, yeah, that's another people we got to meet up there was twisted. They were really cool too. Yeah, it real down nervous people. Yeah, I was yeah. I was kind of nervous about it. I was hoping I didn't piss them off already because yeah, I'm. Sure to stage with, uh, ABK. ABK. All right, I'll eat. Yeah, uh, couple. Uh, right now. Uh, I've done shows with Twisted and Sane. I know he's not a Juggalo, but uh, uh, Ouija Mac. He's done got, Oh, so you've done Ouija Mac. He seems like he's pretty cool. No shit. Okay, Hex. Yeah, I know Hex too. He's the West Coast vibes. I know Doobie. Really? Cool. It looks like he's blowing up. I've actually got Tasty in my Instagram DMs right now. I've been talking about. Uh, Quentin Caskey on a feature for six grand here. Well, that, that, that's an interesting subject. All right. Um, so I actually just uh, had to dispute eight hundred and something dollars from uh, Caskey. Really? Uh, yeah. I Appreciate. Actually, uh, yo, 
That album. breaks my heart. Okay, so, so let's uh, let's talk about that situation. That's a fun one. Okay, so let's back up. Oh, right shit. before COVID hit. Right. Um, um, I did the feature with Joey Cool and whatnot, and um, Caskey was coming into town. I started listening to his music. I fucked with him, whatnot. Right, he's show, good. I did, I did a show with him. I feel like he's positive and, like, and shit. Energy is amazing. Like I want to work with this dude. So I talked to the promoter. The sorry, the promoter, and I was like, "Yo, how much for a feature?" He was like, oh, he's charging 2K. And I was like, bro, I got $1,000 right now. You know, so he's like all over the place you know, there, right? Track's already ready. As soon as he sent me back, I'll send him another 1000 And that was a done deal. We got that track back. Everything was smooth. He gave me an awesome verse, man. And then I was like, okay, I want to do a video. And so I was like, okay, I reached out to him. I was like, how much for a video? He was like, another 2K. I was like, all right, I'll send you another $1,000 deposit. And I was like, uh, you know, when can we do it? He's like, well, you most likely have to come to Cali just because of my, you know, not my schedule. Oh, shit. Is that right after? No, or? no. Well, this was in 2019. Oh, so, my bad, my bad. so COVID hit, and the states shut down. Okay. So we wasn't able to do anything. So when the states opened back up, I started contacting, you know, trying to get dates to work out, and the schedule never just worked out. And then it got to the point to where he was just taking days to respond to. Me. So I, I got it. to a point to where I'm at a point to where I'm ready to move on. You know, and what if, whatever, I'm, I'm going to take it as an L. Cool. Right. I know eventually it's going to come back. Well, I did the show with him New Year's Eve. And I talked to him after the show. And I was like, yo, man, this situation happened. It wasn't really my fault. It wasn't your fault. But I gave you the $1,000 deposit. Is there any way we can make that work or something? And he was like, yeah, man, I actually do remember that. And he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, um, you know what I mean? Just send me another, you know, 850, you know, 1,000 bucks, whatever, and hit my Instagram and we'll talk. I was like, cool. I sent him another 850 and whatnot. And he was like, all right, bet, you know, whatever, send the track and whatnot. Then I sent my manager, or sorry, my manager. He was not happy that I did this. Because he was like, he's already done this. He's already act, you know, sketchy on this situation. You know what I mean? Just hit him up and see if he will go ahead and take that 850 Plus that thousand, so eighteen hundred fifty dollars, and just promo the track that we did. So I contacted him, and I was like, "Yo, man, instead of us doing another track, can I? Can you just take all the money I've sent you and promo our track, even if it's for you know Facebook, your own Facebook every day?" And he left me on red. Damn. So I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, you have like sixty to ninety days to go dispute some money before you can, you know, whatever." So I was like, "All right." I waited two weeks. Once the third week hit, I was like, fuck that. You know, you're not going to take my money once again. So I went to my bank, I disputed it, whatnot, and I got my money back. Well, I guess he went live on Instagram, and one of my fans had oh. uh, went on his live and basically gotcha. said some shit to him, I guess irritated him, um, uh, basically, you know, was saying fuck him for doing me wrong, whatever. Right, I got gotcha. you. Um, I actually had another Instagram account at this time. I don't even fuck with it no more. But he hopped in that Instagram's account, and so he, the Instagram account that he messaged wasn't even the one that we was talking in. So he hopped in that one. He was like, yo, bro, I heard you had a problem, this, this, and that. What's the situation? And he basically was like, who are you? At that point, bro, it, it really irritated me because at that New Year's Eve party, we literally went out back of the Emerson and shot nines off at, at midnight. Together. So the fuck you gonna think right. I don't remember me? Right. Fuck, come on now. So... I was just like, at that point, when he messaged me back, I was like, you know what? I sent him the screenshots and let him know, you know, these right. Well, he sent me a voice message. And I was like, 
I left him on red. I was like, I'm not even. Open. You just that's like, karma, point, right? At this point, if you know what I mean, you left me on red. But if I would have sent you more money, that's you would have been back up. in my inbox immediately. Right. Right. So right. Show me as a person. Right. It's somebody yeah. right. And it teaches me as an artist just to never be that way. You know what I mean? I and see, I've been down that road too. I've had artists do it to me. But what I can say, like the homie Little Flex, shout out to him. Like Cassie's worked with him and never done him wrong. You know what I mean? So the way I see it, like, artists that get bigger, um, I feel like, you know what I mean, they they have this way of saying, yo, we can screw an artist over and no, we can get away with it, but we're going to make sure that we have these other artists that we don't. So it's like, we have this person saying this, this person saying this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I definitely understand, yeah. It's fucking shady. It's not for the faint of heart. That's kind of what made me want to be so transparent, I think, in the first place. Because it, just being truthful in general, that's something you really don't get from entertainment or media at all. Because even down to, I was just doing like schools, like Gear Bulls and shit. And even with just the kids, it feels exploitive. You know what I mean? I had to quit because it was just like the schools are forcing shit, forcing pictures. And. A lot of cases, it's more about IDing the kids. It's like if anything ever happened, these pictures could save their lives. But man, for me, it's like it's all love in the end. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I get it. It's business is business. Yeah, it's all like, the for same. Instance, like the, uh, since we're talking about you know fuckery in the industry, uh, Lil White, one of my, I grew up listening to. Yeah, him. I, did too. I like Lil White. He seems like a good man, dude too. Man, I tell you what, like. No disrespect to the man, it's all love, you know, it's business, it is what it is. I'll never do business with him again because of the situation. Mm -hmm. uh, my track, uh, Get Turned, I actually, like I said, no, I that's really positive. And I wanted to, you know what I mean, get a feature from him, you know what I mean? Because Oxycontin, my focus on, on, and that was my shit growing up. So I hit him up and I was like, yo, how much is a feature? He's like, 1750 I was like, all right, cool, that's reasonable. Send him the deposit. He sent me back the money, or sorry, he sent me back the verse and whatnot, and I sent him the money before listening to the verse because I had to wait until I got to the studio. Mm -hmm. I get to the studio, we go to line everything up, and he shorted me four bars. He's supposed to give me a 16. At the time. Ain't that fucking it. And I'm like, did, really? Like, you you know what I mean? Like, you didn't know, like, act like I wasn't going to notice that. So that kind of I hear you. His, the whole, his last eight bars of the verse is hard as fuck. I did not like his first four bars, so I contacted him. I was like, hey, man, is there any way you can fix his four bars? And I don't know if you meant to, but I bought a 16. And he just left me on red. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I'm going to release it, you know what I mean? Because it, it did 160,000 views on Spotify. And hey, that's not bad. But personally, it's just like as an artist, again, you know what I mean? Like, if people's putting money in my pocket, I'm going to give you every dollar's worth. You know what I mean? For instance, uh, Jaren yeah. Benton, man, he gave me re a recycled verse. So, um, I oh, shit, my bad. Um, I did a show with Darren again, man. I sent him his energy, and I was like, dude, I want to work with this dude. You know, he's one of the funk volume, etc. Because I work with Dizzy Wright, too. Dizzy okay, Wright, yeah. Way, man, gave me a beautiful verse. He and, seems really positive bro, down to earth. When I hit him up, he literally told me, he was like, hey, man, um, I was not expecting him to hit me back at all. Um, right. He was like, I normally charge 2500 but I'll give you the feature 15 and he gave me a beautiful verse. So that's the reason I wanted to work with Jaren. Yeah, every once in a while, somebody will humble you, right? Like, yeah, so I wanted, that's the reason I wanted to work with Jaren, because damn, now I work with half of what used to be Funk Volume. So we add, and all these features that I've gotten, I've never like actually been in studio with them. The only person I was in studio with was Jaren. So I did the show with him in Chicago, and I actually wrote the track on the way to the show, performed, then we went to the studio. Um, he came in, he, you know what I mean? I guess he was drunk, whatever. 
Um, I recorded and my figures. stuff. He recorded his verse. I fucked with his verse hard. Was loving it. And then, you know what I mean? I end up releasing it. And this guy commented. And he was like, hey, bro, you stole Jaren Benton's verse. You and stole Jaren Benton's like, verse. what? He was like, no, this is the verse from Sega. And I was like, hold on, hold on. What's your, what's your, you got to contact me on some type of social media. I hate to say it, but I've heard of him doing that before. Well, he, um, so I looked at the track Sega. And I've never worked with like, him. He did not switch a single word, whatever, bar, nothing. And I was like, damn, hmm. it's only hardcore fans that's going to be able to be like. Yeah, for out. real. And when he did that, I got a hold of the dude saying something. I was like, yo, look at all these videos of me in the studio with him. And he was like, damn, that changes my perspective on A this. little bit, right? Uh, yeah. But I can say another person I work with is C-Mob. C-Mob is out of Fort Wayne. I know who that is, he, yeah. He's gave me one of the dopest verses that I have for the cheapest price. I only paid him a thousand for that verse. Really? Really cool thing about that track, though, is because, you know what I mean, he's got, the, he's got his album Devil and Dickies and shit. So I figured, you know, if he fucking with the devil and shit, he's not gonna, he's not gonna, he, he probably fuck with cocaine. So, you know, I have my track <laughs> on my and it has nothing it's straight right, about right. cocaine. And so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna send you by, and that's, that's, uh, that beat is made by Tasty. Okay, that's yeah, who I, I got. I overpaid for these beats, in my opinion. Uh, it feels like that sometimes, yeah, but sometimes I, I look I at them like NFTs, right? Twenty-five. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like he yeah, he overpaid me, or I overpaid for just his following and whatnot. And that's who I've been shit. talking to but, too. Um, like, that's funny. It, you know what I mean? Because I was like, all right, I got tasty. To me, I gotta get, I gotta get a, a dope ass feature on this with me. So I was like, Damn. all right, I'll hit up C-Mob. I sent him over the track and shit. Well, actually, I was on the uh, the King Iso show on his Get Well Soon tour. I walked up to C-Mob. Fuck yeah. I'm okay on it. I asked C-Mob, and I uh, walked up to him. I was like, yo, bro, Boy. how much for a feature? And he was like, uh, you perform tonight. And I was like, yeah. He was like, if I like you, I'll talk to you after you perform. Heard. And I performed and whatnot. I did my thing. As soon as I got off stage, I went to the bathroom. I guess he was looking for me. As soon as I got off stage, my wife told him, you know, whatever. I came out, and as soon as I came out, he was like, yeah, bro, a uh, thousand for a feature. And I was like, well, five, here's 500 now, you know, I'll send you the track, whatever, you know, I'll give you the rest. Send him over the track, he, it took him a couple days to reply, and he was like, oh, bro, I'm going to be honest with you, man, um, I don't actually fuck with cocaine. <laughs> That's too I much. Like, oh, shit. Okay. I was like, oh, shit, my guy, my bad, you know, I'll send you another track. He was like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, I'm, I'm going to fuck with it, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it for you. And at that this point, I literally told myself, I'm like, bro, cool, I'm bro. about to get one of the dopest fucking verses of, you know, that I, I, I purchased just because this man's about to go all in. And when he said he don't fuck with it, that verse that he put, it, it make it make it sound like he fuck with it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, that man went in on that. That's so silly. I can say C-Mob did not do me wrong. You know, Dizzy Bright did not. Uh, but I, like I said, it's it's all a part of the business. But it's, like I said, it teaches me as an artist to never do that. No, I hear that because I'm again. I've been there. I've done it with a few artists now, especially the juggalo scene. It's really hard to, because you don't know who's really big or not sometimes, and everybody has this kind of equal opportunity to be kind of infamous in that scene. So I don't know. It's just different there. That yeah, I've seen some shit. Let me tell you. Guys came, face painted up, and they was like, "Bro, 
we want to grab your nipples. And I said, the fuck? Right? Like, like, this is wild shit. And my buddy's like, bro, just let him grab your nipples. And I was like, all right, bro, whatever. You know, I was like, holy shit. I was like, these motherfuckers is wild, man. Yeah, the ABK show that I did, man, was wild. But, like, the Ouija Mac, man, every show that I've done with him is bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, no, he's been blown. I've been watching. He's been on my radar. I've learned as an artist, like, I've done over 400 shows in the last five years. It, it, you got to pick and choose the right one. No, for real. I'm learning that the hard way, too, because I've... I paid for a show is 4500 and that was with Moneybag Yo, and I got raped on that show because the, the only reason I was cool with paying 4500 is because it was promised to sell out of 3,000 people. And we got there. There's only 800 people there. Yeah. And so you're, you're talking like paying on to play the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done a, a most small, I've done a lot of shows to pay to play. I've, in the last five years, yeah, that's like years, new to me. My investor had put over a hundred thousand dollars. Jesus. Shows everything. You know what I mean? It shit's really changed since COVID. Cause I remember back in the day, there was like. You'd have one person doing all that shit and going to like Kinkos and printing flyers and. Right. Yeah, and it was a lot harder. But now people are like paying to play. I can't fathom it because I don't like. I want to get paid for doing that. You feel me? In in my opinion, it's 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 more about you gotta you gotta earn your place. And I get that too, definitely. Yeah. If you can't go in a city and pull ten heads. No, and that's fair, definitely, you know I mean? especially like, if you're like, traveling out of town. Like, okay, for instance, on this doobie show, as soon as I got, I heard wind of it, I contacted the motor, and I was like, "How much?" I didn't care if you would have told me thousand dollars, I would have been cool with it for the simple fact it's my crowd. Fred, I get that. Crowd. And he literally told me he was like, "All right, he's like, you got to sell a minimum of thirty tickets." I was like, "Bro, I'll sell sixty in Kokomo. It don't give you know what I mean." And yeah. So like this show is more. I'm not paying for the show. I just had to sell a certain amount of tickets. But like I've done a lot of shows, dude. I might pay three hundred for a show, but he giving me four fifty in tickets. So I sell all of my tickets. I make hundred fifty off tickets, and then I have my merchandise. You know, the merchandise is the big part of you making your money. Right? Yeah, definitely no, because the music really like in terms of streams and I know what it looks like. I've got music distributed, yeah, so yeah. I mean. I'm ready to open a store here for my outer space case. I've been online for you know a few years, and I'm getting ready to get a store here in the area and start actually. But yeah, live music's where the real money is, is what I'm, I'm seeing. Yeah, man. I, uh, actually, I mean, on like on my Shrine Club shows, I still sometimes take L's on those shows. Uh-huh. And, like, I might not take big L's. I might only lose a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? But there's there's shows that I've gained three or four hundred. But the way I take, you gotta take, you gotta take a lot of L's before you get the W. So like on this, on no, this first, is true. On my, first, yeah. on my first U.S. tour, you know what I mean. I'm literally getting paid for this entire tour, and uh, you know it took me over 400 shows to even get that. The only time you lose is when you quit. I've always been a firm. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm a huge risk taker, and every, most of the time. No, I really I'm like this perspective though, because that's what people don't see is they're like. Because I do have a fair point wanting to get paid, but earning respect and like. You do got to think about what you get out of it. Because I've paid for shit and been like mad it took too long or mad it cost too much. But then I think about artists that have like really taken the time out of like their schedule to like coach me through a song and actually teach me shit. You don't get that every time you pay for it. Especially for under a grand. So I mean like 
there's some diamonds out there, you feel me? But you're going to get... For me, the reason I don't have no issue on pay-to-play is because I own a company. Exactly, I get that. And I'm I'm looking at starting mine, finally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my company's been open uh, two years now. Okay, so you've been in business two years. Yeah, so that's the main reason I did entertainment is because it broadens out everything. Exactly, I mean... You know what I mean? like I'm about I got, to take I got that dive myself. In my garage right now that I'm literally I make money off of because I'm an entertainment company and that's my lobby. Right. You know what I, mean? I got you. Yeah, I'm and looking at. Can do with gaming, filming, you know, whatever. Right. It is, it literally everything. That's the Monopoly board, right? That's, that's actually cool because one of the other thing, uh, one of the other things that Outer Space Case is doing is we we have I have ten acres of land that I bought that we're soon going to be opening a venue on. Oh yeah, yeah, venue. That's a good so, point. Right. Uh, Especially with us already networking, uh, making music. I might have to come check because I'll be booking soon too. I'm not done any live yet. I'm not gonna lie. I'm nervous. Like, I've gotten pretty strong with making music and releasing it, but I've not actually been on the stage yet, and I'm... Hey, see, a lot of people, when they get on stage, they, people perform backtracks, people perform without backtracks. I'm a, I'm a performer that I perform with my backtracks. I hear you. I'm going to be a tryhard. There, there are performers out there that will perform with their backtracks, and they won't do 40% of their tracks. I hear you, yeah. Like, be, like, literally, like, people gotta understand when you perform with your backtracks, like, if you say shit a certain way in your tracks, like a cadence or a pitch, and you do not do it live, people's gonna know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear and you. Sound, from yeah, fans, and, if sound, right. and the main reason, too, is, like, I went to some shows, bro, and just the sound guy is shit. And I, I'd be damned if you fuck up my vocals. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you, yeah. You know, that for me, personally, I don't consider myself a rapper. I'm an entertainer. Because once you touch that stage, you're no longer a rapper. You're an entertainer. If you cannot make that crowd feel, they don't care. I don't give a fuck how good your bars are. They will not. They will not remember. And see, that's why I haven't just jumped the gun on it yet. I hear that. Yeah. There, like I also like when promoters book me, I would do. I will not do anything less than a 15 minute set. 15 minute set because with say I got 12 minutes worth of track, the other three minutes is entertaining the crowd, talking to the crowd. I hear you. You can't make that crowd feel. Yo, you guys are the reason that you we are here. Then they 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 ain't gonna fuck with you. That's what I found out a lot. And even with all the shows that I've done, I've always booked the slot. Like even though I'm an opener on the shows, whatnot, I, right. I always go last. And the reason being is because I watch every performance. No, that's smart. That's a power and move. Know, okay, what 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 are you doing that I I gotta make sure I do? You know what I mean? I've right. learned so much from it. No, I hear you. That's smart. <clears throat> so I mean. I'm- this level up tour seems like it's, it's definitely going oh, well. Bro, bro, so. man, it's, it's no, crazy. yeah. It's it's the, the level up album looks like coming out, of course, as well, right? Yeah, man, the level up album is going to be 11 tracks. Uh, I got three features on it. I got T-Zank on two features and J-Mo, which is a part of Gringo Gang. Okay, uh, so I've heard that name yeah, before. T-Zank, uh, man, he, um, this is actually the first time he's going to Fort Wayne, going to his studios and whatnot. Um, that the, the quality of this album is sheesh. Uh, I'm sure you see my post where I, I posted about that distro kid and whatnot. I've actually I've never got one of those posts or one of those messages that my shit was that high of res- you know quality. So right. It's really, it's really cool. 
Not like that. That guy right there, he's about to do two shows with Little Wayne. He's about to do a okay, show with, uh, there you go. Taylor Gang in April as well. So I'm a firm believer in this business. It's who you know. It and is. this is a business. This is Word a business. of mouth, if right? do not treat this as a business, it's going to take you a lot. And it's going to take a lot from you. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Like I said, you know, with me, my manager, my best is spending over 100 k We still haven't got that back. When no, I, I swear, I yeah. I'm firmly going to make it until I spend over 500 k you know what I mean? To become yeah, a multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? If you want to become a multi-millionaire, you're going to have to spend hundreds of thousands. I just say, I've just dipped my toes at this point. I've spent I'm a couple America. grand. Merch like, I'm... Equipment. No, but you get lucky sometimes. Art's like that. I consider myself... Like, you say entertainer. I would say artist <laughs> for me. Because I, like, I paint. I do all kinds of shit. But there was a whole period of time we were like, all a friend did, she painted a corn dog, right? As a fucking corn dog. And I took like the Hellraiser lettering and I wrote corn dog in different size fonts down it. And people just wanted prints of it. I had like almost $500 in digital money come in. Because of this fucking corn, it wasn't even my painting. Like I just typed some shit in. You feel me? And she started making money, and she's like, "Here's some of the pot." Like that's why I love being an artist. It's like you're not always like getting that money, but well, I think I think every once in a while you paint a corn dog. I think it be, I think it's kind of sometimes for both is what like like you know because when you're writing music and and creating music obviously you're you're an artist at that point right right yeah yeah of course but when but when you're on stage you're it's entertainment at that yeah moment. yeah so I say one, saying, yeah, right. I say in one of my tracks about you know, energy you, oh sorry once you touch the stage you're no longer a rapper you're an entertainer you know right. what I mean because once once you go from the pen to the pad to the mic you know what I mean that's a, that's a totally different when you touch on that stage right you I hear I mean? you you can spit all day. And whatnot, but like I said, if you cannot make that crowd feel like they are part of that, because the, you guys are the main right. reason we are here. It's like when you're a painter, exactly. you're no, I hear. art all day, but are you are you gonna sell that? Are right, yeah, you have to buy sell that it. art. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly, and that's why the main reason that I always go last on stuff because I want to know, okay, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And not like that. It's more of like, okay, what can I add to my, you know, my set that I haven't done before? Right, exactly. So like on this tour, that's that's what this tour is really about for me too. Is I already know what I could do on the stage. It's more of what can I add to the entertainment side. So I'm gonna, I'm getting some, uh, like I'm getting some props built. I got a, I got a, um, um, a platform but, that I'll be stepping on and have my logo with lights coming out. I got uh, two right. others that'll be standing up beside me that have my logos with lights coming out that have smoke machines in the inside, so smoke will be coming out. See, that's when it gets fucking fun, so right? It's just little right. things that that people will be like, oh damn, that's different. Right, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Once, yeah. once I step off of it, you know, now it's all in the background. That's what I people remember you. Here's a great example. Montley Crew, you ever seen their set? They're like one of the wildest I've ever seen. <laughs> they got like the fucking Tommy Lee shits on a roller coaster, his drums, and then the bass is a flamethrower. Like, they're wild on stage, but I don't think they'd be shit now if they didn't have shit like that on stage. You feel me? Cause who's really listening to? I don't. I don't know. There's been a resurgence in some classic rock, I guess, but I don't feel like that's what the youth is listening to. Really, they like the trap shit, the wild shit. That's what I hear from a lot of, a lot people. of people. Say that they relate to my music mostly because, like, I rap about my life. Anything that like I release, 
that probably happened to me three months ago. Or it happened in my life. I feel that, yeah, I know, I hear you. That is, I mean, that is what people want to hear. I want to hear yeah. real shit. No, no, and no. you're being real, exactly. And I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about, like, my, uh, and the level of album and the storytelling with everything, like, everything, you can just, everything's evolving, you know what I mean? And it's crazy, and it's crazy That's dope. to watch. I've definitely seen your progression. That's why I've, I wanted to fuck with you so bad, because, mm-hmm. like, I can see... From where I started watching you in the beginning, I've been, yeah. I've been watching you over about a, I think about a year now or so, ever so, you know, roughly. And you've definitely come a long way in my mind. No, I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, no, this right, is dope. It's literally about staying, it's staying on the grind. It's just like after um, this tour, so the tour starts April 21st. I'll be back May 12th. I hop right back in the studio May 18th and start working on my fifth album. So, fifth, yeah. okay, yeah, you're ahead of the game yeah. here. Yeah, so I, uh, it's gonna be the fifth album will be fifteen, damn tracks. So, He's yeah. doing it. Yeah, and then we plan on having another tour as soon as that album's done. Aye, consistency so, is this, key. This yeah, time, no. Like said, we're going all the way from New York to uh, New Mexico. To New Mexico. We're probably, yeah, we're probably gonna try to hit more of the southern areas. You know what I mean? North Carolina, uh, Florida. Uh, Alabama and all that shit. So on this next tour, right. yeah, it's one of my favorite. Things. I love traveling. So the things that you get to see while you're out. It's gonna be different. No, I yeah, got, for got, sure. Tour support and whatnot. And then we got uh, the, the he's got his DJ that's coming. I got one of the securities coming, and then uh, we got a merch guy coming. So it's gonna be seven of us in a in a sprinter. In a sprinter, okay. And then you gotta have a team. To make no, money always, too, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So my, he uh, made a good point EP there. Loyalty, I actually, uh, I mix and mastered all that, and as an artist and you know a rapper, a writer, uh, bro, it took me forever. And just me personally, the type of person that I am, I was just like, I know that somebody can do way better than I fucking can at this shit. Yeah, so, that's how it always started, is, isn't that, it? That, that was my first move, you know what I mean, to finding the the, uh, gotcha. the quality. Gotcha. And I finally found a guy uh, in Two Beats, and he's got a, a master's and bachelor's well, at Boston sucked. University. And I work with him on album number one to three. Okay. And, um, I, you guys will actually hear on Road to Success uh, the situation about that. We kind of had a falling off, so I don't work with him no more. And yeah, that's man, apparently uh, that's the tone of the year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Road to Success, <laughs> man. That track is. Uh, People fall off when you're on the way. Yeah. I unfortunately, yeah. It, it'd be like that, man. Jealousy's ugly. But the level up now, yeah. Just going, actually working with T Vegas. As soon as I went into the studio, man, the vibes, just uh, you know what I mean. Like we had chemistry right off the fucking That's important too, isn't it? It don't work if you're not feeling it, especially like I've. Being in rap, you'd understand. If you're not feeling the beat, you're not performing at your peak. So, when you're on that stage, that's really what you're trying to do is create that chemistry with the audience. Anyway, like when you're mm-hmm. doing that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's entertainment, but like that chemistry For sure. is what is gonna make that moment matter to these people like, mm-hmm. and bring keep keep them coming back. But then you're working with like energy, right? Like it's about keeping that like. If you have an emotion in the song, it's your job for the crowd to fill it. When you're like, if the song is sad, mm. you're kind of projecting that to the crowd, right? But 
you don't want to keep that tone when they leave. You want being a good artist is being able to set that tone and have them leaving, you know, kind of happy, entertained. Mm. But they've lived through like all those emotions. That's how I feel as an artist. That's how I'm trying to, like, when I write, it's a little more personal, I guess. Yeah. I try not to, like, make it too personal or about people. That's why I get what you're saying. Keeping it raw, keeping it real, I try to do the same thing, but I don't know. It's just different. I'm a firm believer you can do anything you are if you put your mind to it. Absolutely, right? Yeah. And the only person stopping you is you. But, yeah, we're our worst. Yeah. So now that's so what it's to me is. We just can't see that most of the time. Mm. And ever since, like, like you hold yourself back, like if you don't make the step, like right. you take the action. And what's really cool is that you know what I mean. I got this this headline tour, and I start seeing not just the main flyer with all the dates of this uh, the the states, but the, the the flyers for the shows themselves for each state. You know, the, the, they have all the, the yeah. and then actually there's there's six or seven artists that are opening for me. So it's like I'm be framing like, shit like, like that, damn, dude. Okay, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna go there. They, I don't know any of these, and they 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 are opening for me. Like that's a huge step. You know what I mean? It's right? Crazy. No, that's and leveling crazy. up. Like, yeah, exactly, like, man. Just be like, you know, like how did you get in this position? I'm like, bro. First off, that's I like went, really I went, exciting. I went fifty thousand in the debt yeah, yeah, with, with this music right. over the last three. So you're fifty k in. No, shit. I'm, I'm, no, I'm only seven. No, sorry, I'm only six thousand in debt right now. Okay, I paid, six. I paid, I paid off most of it. Um, luckily, my manager's a good guy. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, he. Uh, I and twelve of that thousand went to Facebook. Yes. Yeah, so, I hear you. Uh, yeah. So like, it's literally when I walk in, especially in this hometown, I'm actually very hated here. I'm, love it uh, but no that's easy to I do in indiana no don't I feel go, bad like even like walmart or anything man like i i guarantee you i hear d-ray no matter where i go to school like even like i've been up to like beach grove and shit i got my food for free and shit just because someone's known me and whatnot so it's like even though i spent that money it shows that it worked it, it yeah no i feel that and now and now facebook is actually paying me too so like now the promotion that i'm doing the, it's starting to pay for itself you know what i mean if that makes sense yeah, that's, that's uh, it does I mean, to be honest that's why i started looking at you myself because when i came back to i lived in california for like a few years uh-huh. and when i came back like that's all everybody honestly everybody was talking about this d-ray guy yeah. like some a lot of it was talking shit to be yeah. like i'm not gonna yeah. say they yeah. weren't yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. no you ain't doing like, that right if you don't got I, haters I, I right can't, i can't count how many times in columbus indiana that i've had somebody come to me and say yo you want to know how i found out about your music because this person was talking shit, then I went right. Sells a sell. Not only that, like I've even had some older cats that you know what I mean that done some stuff in this town that I respect that's hit me up and like they've been like, yo, like you're doing everything that I did, but doing it going ten times harder. Like right. I respect you, and I'm like, you know, I appreciate that. It, it's what it's all about. Like you can't like. Honestly, in my opinion, is that it's it's a, it's a money thing. You gotta have a little bit of money to get somewhere in this in, in this thing. And for like promoters, what you were saying about like shows and stuff, what I've learned is that when I say like you gotta earn your spot and the respect, like I've had literally I've gotten on shows and I've gotten that call first because the promoter would say, hey, do I want to call this guy that I know is gonna pay me this money and he's gonna bring all these people? Or do I want to call this guy over here that, yeah, he'll pay me my money, but he's probably not going to sell any of the tickets. Right. No, you exactly. I mean? so it's like, it's coming. And I've had artists come up, yo, bro, you're like, how, 
why did they call you first? And that's exactly what I tell them. Their, their face kind of is like, oh. early bird gets some room. I'm like, you know, like literally, you know, like it's 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 a money thing. You know, like I've handed this guy so much money, so you mean he's literally okay? I know this dude's about it. I'm gonna call him. I mean, you're you're in a business. What what is the main? And hey, shout out Jay Stone because that man has gave me a lot of opportunities, man. That's the the baby show, for instance. I'll never forget the day, May 9th of 2019. That was the show that told me, "Is this career or is it not? You're either gonna go out here, very gracious, or you're gonna go out here and kill this shit." It was my biggest show. It's still to this day my biggest show. Is 1,600 people. And man, all right, that's not bad at all. I said, if I can turn a baby crowd up. I could turn any crowd up. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> right? I went out there, man, I, I did my thing. I haven't played a show live and yet. I ain't got any room to talk. Set, I guess the baby fucked with me so much that he actually let me do a set with him. So on this track, next That's song, um, it shows on the music video he's getting chased by a cop and shit. So they actually had me dress up in a cop outfit. Yes. Okay. You know, I got a whole fucking sleeve of pot leaves right. here. Right. Uh, it was really cool. If you've seen any of his videos with the big old blow up babies and whatnot, my. Uh, my I'll have to check it out. I'll get Randall to show me for sure. So on this track, when next song started, um, the cop would chase him from one side of the stage to the next. So when the song started, uh, you know, yeah, he would go, that bad, I would go, you know what I mean, like chasing. And he, they told me, yo, he's going to slap you. He's not going to actually slap you, though, you know. And the crowd, though, you know, if you do it right, it's going to make it make it look like he slapped the shit out of you. What they did not tell me is that his 350-pound bodyguards was going to pick me up and throw me the fuck outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? It all Damn. goes well. He turns around. By the way, the baby is short as fuck. You know, oh, yeah. shout out to him, um, Yeah, he's very <laughs> short, but man, that man is stocky as hell. So, you know, he turns around, you know what I mean? He just takes his hand, slides it across my face. When I go to the side, next thing you know, these motherfuckers pick me up. I'm like, oh, what's up, guys? I'm like, okay, they're going to carry me down. Let me go. No, they opened the door, bro, and they tossed me out. Because there's fans over here that can still see. Uh, they tossed my ass out, bro. <laughs> Dude, I hit the ground and whatnot, and they're like, oh, we wasn't supposed to do that. My bad. I was like, nah, bro. That was cool. Thank you so much, man. I mean, it was that, that shit was wild. That sounds like a fun experience, dude. It was it was crazy, man. That 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 crowd and that literally that was right before he that was on his baby on baby tour. So like right after oh, that, man, he skyrocketed. Oh yeah, skyrocketed. Still yeah, to this day, I paid right I paid six hundred dollars for that show, but I got eight hundred in tickets, so I profited two hundred. Then I sold merch. I don't remember how much exactly yeah. I made, but. It's crazy because I only paid six hundred for that show, and like I said, I paid forty five hundred dollars for a show, and it been less, way less than that in numbers wise. In, in the entertainment industry, if, there, if people are talking about you, it don't matter if it's negative or positive. No, I mean kind of, yeah. Right. I mean Eminem is a, is a great example of that. I mean, yeah. talk shit about him. They're gonna burn the witch no matter what happens. What I have learned in my, you know, my my years of fully pursuing this as a career is that. Sometimes the best comment is no comment. Exactly. Uh, no real shit. Sometimes, sometimes, man, when somehow like people are talking shit on like my business posts and whatnot, it's sometimes hard not to kill them with kindness. No, I feel because that. Yeah. I, I am dab about it entertainment, so my my kill them with kindness is, hey, you know, appreciate you hating on us. Uh, you should go take a dab. It might help you. Right. You know, yeah. just you know, some just a little slick out of that. That isn't. It isn't. It's still professional, but it's it's a dab. Hey, you know, have a nice day. Thank you. But most of the time, I don't. You know what I mean? Just I feel people. that. I'm a little more aggressive with my social media. It oh, does, not, does not pay off. I, <laughs> well, I can say this. The Moneybag Yo Show humbled me. 
That's what I'm right. Saying. It was the first show. Uh, what's ironic is I released my album to those who say I can't rap because I was getting so much hate that I couldn't rap. You know, so I made the album to those who say I can't. But rap. it pushes you, dropped, right? I dropped it on uh, Christmas Day. And I had the show with Moneybag Yo December 26th. Okay. So um, I started out my set um, with pants and whatnot. And I actually had shorts underneath that were DX shorts that said you can suck it in the middle of it with the X. So my plan was that I, in the, my first part of my set was my second album. My second part of my set was going into my third album. So going into my my uh, my second or the second part of the set, I was like, oh fuck it, I don't give a fuck. I just drop my pants right here on stage. <laughs> now I'm in the shorts and whatnot. And as soon as I turn around, these people see, you know, you can suck it, whatnot. And that's fucking hilarious. You know, halfway through the, uh, me performing the album, um, there was only a certain part of the crowd that started booing me. And <laughs> what, I, well, what, I, what what's crazy about it is that I never had that happen to me and all the shows I've done I, never I hear you I loved it I was like damn I never this had never happened like now I gotta fuck <laughs> with you guys so I was like y'all y'all I love y'all but I'm gonna fuck with y'all so like after one of the track goes off and they're booing me yo get off the fucking stage I was like yo my guy chill out I said what you need to realize is that you purchased a ticket to see money back yo but what you do not realize is that you purchased a, tic- a ticket to see D-Ray what it do too. So how are you doing? I'm not going to get the fuck off the stage. I got seven more minutes. You can keep booing me, but hey, I love you too, my guy. Starts going off even more. The next track comes off, you know, whatnot. Yeah, dude. And I just, I keep killing them with, with kindness and whatnot, fucking with them. I get off the stage. The DJ comes off to me, comes up to me. A couple of the security guards are like, bro, I've never seen somebody handle a crowd like that. I was like, you think I'm going to no. pay $4,500 and not let you in y'all? No, the fuck? I said, I'm not that. I'm okay, not that. My time right no, because you already brought up a valid point because you know somebody went home and you, do you know what this motherfucker did? Yeah, exactly. And they still got him Googling your name and shit, yeah. you feel me? Yeah, and what's That's crazy dope. is what crazy is if you Google D-Ray what it do, man, it, it, I'm, I'm everything on there. And it takes a lot to get that. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of social media shit to be able to be like, yo, that's you as soon as you pop yeah. up. Actually, that's one of the things that we were talking. We, uh, we can't, if you type in cast at, t- uh, at 10xx20.com, we're the first like seven things that pop up on I've been, uh, for the podcast, like all the, all the podcasts. And building websites and doing all sorts of stuff for a better part of 10 years. So, um, It's just like you said earlier about building a team, you know what I mean? Like I said, I got a manager that does all my booking for me. So that's what I need. I have a graphic designer that does only all my graphics and, you know what I mean, my lyric videos, etc. I have two videographers that do my actual music videos, you know what I mean? I'm starting to actually get a street team that's going out here and doing all this shit for me. You get a lot more people than I do, yeah. It takes a lot of stress off of me. No, that's the bit. Yeah, you said it. Because I've found, I haven't got another album since I, like, being independent's cool and all, but, like, trying to do too much, it makes it hard to do the art. It does. Mm-hmm. It's super valid. The stress. If you, if you make it independent, you're, you're, you're ten times as big as any major label out. You know what I mean? Because you did it without the backing. Of that. Yeah, you're right. You did it with your own budget. You know what I mean? You, you literally, you literally own, built that fan base. Yeah. You literally built that fan base, and that fan base is what's going to carry you for years and years and years because it's right. real. 
And that's how I feel. I feel like I'm like, once I step on a stage and I'm at that point, I'm doing live shows. That's kind of it for me. I'm at that point where I did that. I'm the type of artist if I'm at a show, man. And but I, I had help. Show, I can't. That's 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 a win for me. Exactly. Like, yeah. But if I had 25 people come up and talk to me, that's that's even more of a win. Right. I, I mean? That's kind of what I want. Like, I'm gonna get to the point I get used to that even. Because right now I'm not super social. I kind of don't leave the house. But, like, having that, like... Because if you're bringing... You're being real and you're bringing in people that like you for you, having those crowds is going to be way different because those are people that like you. You know what I mean? So you're not going to have a whole lot of terrible interactions with those people, I don't imagine. See, like, I'm an artist. Like, I listen to a lot of artists, but I don't. I, I, I get don't, that. I don't want to be influenced by a lot. But like, Nail like, on the fucking head. Like, there's people that come up to me and they'll be like, yo, I hear Doobie in you. I hear NBK and I hear this person. I mean, and I, when exactly. I, when I say to people, I was like, that's because I'm so, that's how versatile I am. And I'm not going to let there mm-hmm. certain artists that I listen to. My biggest inspiration to you. You know what I mean? Biggest inspiration. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the Skits Craven tour. Okay, I know Skits Craven, yep. One big thing that I learned with uh, shows, um, especially bigger shows, if there's a long-ass crowd, I'm going to that show with hella 4x6 flyers. I hear you. And why, that, why there's that line? Every person in that line is getting one of them flyers. Yeah, no. So, like, every, 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 line, every line that was big, you know what I mean? That like underground shows, life. Like, for Skits Craven, if you go on my Instagram, you can look at videos and whatnot. Uh, you'll see me go out there and, you know, I get that crowd hyped. You know, right before, I'm like, yo, if you're ready for Skits Craven, when I say Skits, I need y'all to say Craven. You know what I mean? And get them hyped. I, I, you let me sleep on this guy a little bit, Randall. I checked out some videos, but I didn't know you are like, fucking with ABK, Skits Craven. You've, yeah, like, uh, dropped some names. Shout out, by the way, shout out to uh, Skits Craven. Um, funny, funny part about this tour. Uh, so, I paid um, a total of 2000 for the tour. The, the shows by itself, paid another thousand for hotels, paid another thousand for uh, rental and gas. That's shows. the real life. And then I paid another two thousand for merch. Um, Damn. In six days, I sold out a merch and made all my money back plus two thousand. Fuck yeah, no, that's. I had two more dates. Living the dream. I had two more dates with him. One was out in Colorado. We already had our plane booked out there and shit. Um, I get a call from the promoter. And he says, yo, man, in my 15 years of doing this, I've never had to call an artist and say, yo, I owe you money. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck do you mean? It was like, uh, Skits don't want you on the tour no more. He don't want... Said, oh, I said, hold on, what? You don't want I'm fucking done. He was like, yeah, he's like, you sold out a merch, didn't you? I was like, hold on, this is about me selling out a merch? I was like, bro, I said, dude, sold out a merch, like, in three days. They had to restock up. I said, what the fuck? He was like, bro, he said, he's like, from what I can tell, bro, you're too bright. You're too right. Ain't that some shit? I said at that point, I was like, you know what? Cool. I said I'm gonna still go out to Colorado, enjoy my time, cool, whatever. But when when he said that I'm too bright, when I can say that, um, like I said, I've done a lot of shows. No, that's humbling. I can do a lot of. I've done a lot of shows with artists, and like for instance, ABK. When you go to an ABK show, you can feel that that is ABK energy. When you go, I feel that. You feel Luigi Mac. When Skits Craven says he's the king of fucking horrorcore, when I say this man is dark, this man is fucking dark. I when hear I you. say, I, in all six shows that I did back to back in all these different states, man, when every time I went into this look, this crowd, 
When I say I'm an energy person, I can feel energy. I didn't know if this I get person's that. energy was good, bad. I do. It was <laughs> right. so, dude, it was insane. But when I say that I turned up every fucking crowd, and that's why he was saying I was too bright, is because... No, I get when, that, yeah. This is like, he skits. He's like, he, it's all about him. You know what I mean? Like, he, and it's for the fact, the way that I got it is that I was turning up the crowd way too much. He wasn't expecting me to be that, you know, to be where I'm at. You know what I mean? At the age that I'm at and doing what I'm doing. And I'm sitting there by his merch guy and I'm selling all this merch. I actually had the green, I had his green room every, every night that I was on that tour because he didn't use the green room. His DJ allowed me to use the green room and shit. So that was a very cool experience. It actually caused shit with them and whatnot. I was on stage with Skids on the uh, Columbus, Ohio show. And um, I was taking videos for him. That's all I was trying to do. I was trying to get good shots, you know, send them to him and whatnot. That's dope. Fucking pissed. Really? That's, when I got, that's the night I got, pissed, I got kicked off the tour after that. Like, he didn't say anything to me or whatnot, but he said something to them. Like, I even asked the DJ. I was like, is it cool? And he's like, yeah, bro, you're cool and whatnot. I got a bunch of great pictures, all kinds of shit. That show was crazy, man. When I say um, the sound guy was fucking ass. Right, I hear up you. My he fucked up everything. I ended up going acapella with the crowd. They fucking loved it. You know what I mean? I saved it. They end up. I got a, a video of them being like, you know, fuck the sound guy. Fuck to say. Fix your shit. Fix your shit. And um, when he, he fucked up Skip's Craven shit, I knew that it wasn't my shit. You know what I mean? No, and yeah. When he literally told the sound guy, he's like, bro, you got three minutes to fucking fix my shit or I'll slit your fucking throat. God damn. And I was like, Good that, bro. That, get off the stage. <laughs> like, nah, bro, I'm not. Nah, dude. I was like, yeah, damn. Not my kind of energy. Damn. <laughs> he was like, nah, he fixed this shit real quick. I was like, damn, bro. That's that's wild, man. That's cheese. Respect to him and whatnot. Yeah, you know, yeah. we, like I said, bro, I got kicked off tour. You know, I'm D-Ray. What to do? Hey, what the fuck? Was that? Dab about it, bro. <laughs> I hear you, man. That's and that like, party I, vibe. I gained, so, I gained so many fans. And I signed so many titties on that tour. <laughs> I hear you. All kinds of signs of titties. Actually, this one girl that I signed, um, Skits, actually, and it was at the same show at the uh, the Columbus Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio show. Word. This girl that he actually wanted her to stay because at the end of the show, um, he would have the crowd lined up and he would give them signatures and shit and they'd come by my merch table and shit. Um, he wanted her to specifically stay until everybody left because he wanted to talk to her. Right. Whatever. Well, she was over there talking to my wife and shit. <clears throat> Excuse and she's me. like, she heard that I signed titties. She's like, yeah, uh, you want to sign my titties? And I was like, yeah, I got you. She's like, go ahead and sign both of them. That's I'm like, fucking okay, hilarious. What it do, you know what I mean? Well, I guess Skits was going to sign her titties. Yeah. Here we uh, go. Yeah, so like, you we'll know, everybody's and whatnot. And old girl comes up, and all I hear, he's like, yeah, I'm going to sign your titties. He looks, he's like, who's that? And he's, she's like, oh, that D-Ray sign. And like, when I say this man gave me the most demonic look in my fucking life, I, he was just like, and I was like, oh, oh, my bad, dog. My bad. I didn't know. <laughs> so there's a, I think there's a lot of things that played in to get me getting kicked off to her. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I get it. That shit happens, I guess, huh? I will say, uh, Ouija Some people don't like sharing the spotlight. Uh, a Ouija Mac. But it's crazy because he's already getting paid. Right. To artists like that, in my opinion, there's artists like me, they they are the reason that us artists get on tours like that to gain our, our fans. Yeah, I'm right? all about sharing. You know what I, mean? I have no problem. Yeah, but I will say it. with the Ouija Mac, this, the Louisville, Kentucky show, I, I probably will never forget this show, man. That show was fucking wild. 
I will never go back to this fucking venue again. First off, you go into this venue and it's in a fucking half of it's a warehouse over here, and then it leads. It's oh, sketchy as fuck. First looking in. Is it walk, called the warehouse you know, by chance? Like okay, I got you. Uh, you walk in, bro. There's no security, and it's like sounds bring your familiar. Own beer and shit. And I'm like, hold on. Bring your own beer, like, okay? Hip hop. Bring your own beer. No security. Oh, there's gonna no. Nah. Yeah, Ugly. Nah. No, that's not a good. That's punk shit. And I'm like the fuck, you know what I mean? I like cool because I always take security to shows with me and so just I got you. Stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, it I makes, it, no, it you makes, can't be too safe these days. No, I get it. If I had two people in orange shirts walking with me front and back everywhere I go. Then you just start seeing people turn their heads. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> right. Because he's got two bright-ass people walking around it. You know, it's just... You're it's, too bright. It's a, it's a business thing. No, nah, right. Makes it, but, it man, makes, that show, when I makes say... Makes it look important. Yes, when it yeah, does, exactly. I get it. Exactly. And that Ouija Max show, bro, oh, my God. When I say they did a, uh, a mosh pit and whatnot, B-Ray with a dude does not do mosh pits. I'm, you know what I mean? They're, they're cool and whatnot. Not for me. Um... This Duality, respect. Because like I said, there's no security, you know what I mean? And it wasn't just beer. I mean, there's um, there's hard liquor in there, you know what I mean? Everybody's I hear you. As fuck. And these dudes, I seen a girl get knocked the fuck out. Dude, I literally, I watched this girl and her boyfriend. She's trying to get, she's like, yo, let's get in this mosh pit. He was like, no, no. She was like, oh, I'm hyping, I'm hopping in. Like, dude, a dude that's like 300 pounds, 600, or 600 yeah. bro, hits this. Girl, she just straight hits the ground. Bam, bam. He literally, the boy runs in, picks her up, drags her up. He starts smacking her in the face, bro. He's like, wake up, bitch, wake up. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm looking over and I'm like, yeah, that's why, no, no. Yeah, that's a liability oh, yeah. issue <laughs> there, ain't it? Right? This is an all-age show. Wait, like hold on, wait. This is an all-age show. There's Calm down, Ouija. Like two five-year-olds in this. Okay, look, I literally, I watched this five-year-old, bro. There is this chick, I mean, just shaking her ass, all right? I mean, just straight twerking. This little five-year-old boy just keeps, like, getting closer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, dude, you better chill out, dude. Like, you're going to get knocked out by some ass, dude. Like, I'm fucking dude, dead. Dude, literally, he gets so close that if this woman literally would have took one step back and, I mean, shook her right ass, she, she, that kid was knocked the fuck out. At this point, I'm like, hold on. Where's this kid's fucking mom? <laughs> Where what I look over, there's another kid over there with the mom. Uh, I'm, like, I'm the fucking fuck? no. dead. I'm like, yo, I tell one of my security, I'm like, yo, get that kid, like get him, you know, I was pushing back. And he pushes D Ray is for the like, kids, you heard him. Bro, I was like, holy shit, man, this is wild, bro. I'm fucking dead. And like I'm I'm a, I'm a very I, I'm very professional with shit. So like shows like that. I understand. Like, trust me. Uh, that's not for me. It's just not a situation for me. You know what I mean? That's a liability issue. Though. Yeah, 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 I get it. I'm like fuck because I was like, how the fuck are they doing this? Like where, you know legally anyways? At? Because like uh, I would assume you have to have liquor license and shit. Like at my venue, I have liquor license. I was like, okay, this is cool. But to an extent that something happens, then it's a huge. Right. It's a huge. You know whatever. I was like, God damn, man. Yeah, that, that show was fucking wild, dude. That's the real underground. Bro. I mean, and not like that, like this mosh pit, bro, these people that was like in the front row, just staying in there, these motherfuckers was moshing into their backs. Uh -huh. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, God damn, people were like, this one dude, I mean, he was small. Bro, dude, he was small as hell. And this dude, big old dude, knocks him just straight down. Damn. Dude, dude helps him up. Dude's like... Hell yeah, bro. Gives him a hug. I'm like, these motherfuckers. I've seen it, yeah. Oh, dude, god damn, man. 
Many of shows. Yeah, I'm with this guy. Ohio has some really good. Ohio, Ohio, out of any state that I perform in. He so said, "Fuck off." They have, man. Ohio, I've heard. Ohio respectfully. Respect for the underground. I've heard. They've got a really great metal scene. Of uh, Mushroomhead. Uh, who else? That dope is out there. A lot of people. A lot of good metal I've listened to since high school. That's why I like Ohio. But uh. They've had some hip hop too. The people don't know them for hip hop that I know of. A lot of people I know just do metal. They've got a strong hip hop scene, don't they? Yeah. Dayton, Ohio's got a venue called Odd Bodies. That venue is fucking beautiful. Beautiful. It's I don't know. It's like six, seven hundred cap. The venue that we're doing, Doobie's doing in Kokomo, it's like seven hundred and fifty cap. And I know when I when the tickets first went on sale uh, yesterday morning, there was already like 150 to 200 sold online. So the show's definitely going to sell out. And I only had... That's only you have 30 tickets for? Well, I, I originally had 50. I only have 25 left. So I've already sold <laughs> Right? Out. Damn, you're selling tickets. The last, the last time I did a doobie show, I, ate, I sold 80 tickets and I profited 500 just off tickets. And then I made, I think I did like 500. So he just draws it in, huh? Yeah. Like I said, every show that I've done with Doobie has gotten bigger. The last Damn. Show, the last show that I've done with Doobie, I proposed to my wife. I'm hearing you. So, that was that was crazy. See, I'm thinking about how I move on the chessboard now. That's why I like doing this podcast. It is because it opens your perspective up a lot. Because uh, normally people don't talk about the business and... So you don't know what's real or not. That's why we keep getting taken advantage of as artists. You feel me? Like, and that's been a the tone of my last two years. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Really wanting to trust people I looked up to, and then like losing like huge amounts of fucking money. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, even like with all these shows that I've done, that I like sometimes I pay for shows and like. Uh huh. Like I said, I've learned to pick and choose shows that, like that are pay to play because. Send a fucking mouthful. Itself, you know the headliner. Like I said, Doobie, Doobie, his name itself is selling all these tickets. You know? Yeah, no, I keep hearing his name. That's how I know. You know what I mean? So like, there's been shows. There's been shows that you know what I mean. I literally lost six hundred dollars on because nobody wanted tickets until I was like, yo, I got thirty free tickets who want them. But as an artist, it gives it shows people like, damn, like he doesn't care to. You know, to do that because it is a part of the game. I don't care to get 30 free tickets out to a few shows to get heads in the building. No, you know, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just come visit my merch. You know what I mean? And that's what's going to make people want to hire you later. That's, that's enough for me. Right. That's going to get you job security then. Like, I'm a, I'm a people person to an extent. You know? <laughs> to an extent. Exactly. I, mean, I get I've that. Had, I've had people at like my merch table, like drunk girls before, come up and they like hug me and stuff. And then they start mm-hmm. slurring the words. I'm like, hold on. I, like I, I'm, a, I'm a type. I, I like the stage dive. My manager hates it. <laughs> My manager it. hates. Um, there's, there's definitely a technique to doing it. You gotta know how to float. Uh, but you know, I mean, like obviously, I don't care to be touched. Carefully. Like jump in the crowd or whatnot. But like, I hear that. Stuff, um, for instance, at the uh, New Year's Eve show, man, I wanted to kick this dude in the face so bad <laughs> in the front row. Normally, they have a uh, guardrail up, you know, at this venue. 
They didn't have the guard roll up. This dude was definitely hammered. Don't know what the fuck he was on. Um, but he was like over the stage. So like every I time got I went you, over, yeah. Like, no way, no. You know, I'm like, his, his hands was like, oh, so it got to the point to where it's frustrating me as an entertainer because I can't even come over and fuck with the side of the crowd. It's yeah, like I get you. Me. And I eventually, I look at my security, he literally goes over and like, push these bags, like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Because it, it, shit was wild. And then, literally later that night, right before, like, Caskey came on and shit, I guess he tried to do some shit and security goes to pull him off and get him out of the building. I was in the bathroom. Uh, and the main security guard of the show, they're trying to get the guy to go out. And the main security guy goes on. He's trying to tell his story so he don't get kicked out. And then the security guard was like, yeah, well, you know what I mean? He, he's already been fucking with D-Ray and shit. And old dude was like, man, fuck D-Ray. And he was like, man, I'll let you know this. That was the wrong fucking say. Or wrong thing to say, you guys. And it, it straight kicked him out. I was like, man, the respect that I have in this building, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, no, I feel you. And it, it's crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, um... Shout out AWR, Gary, which is that, that security guard I'm talking about. Like, I'm actually, I just got booked to do uh, an AWR show uh, July 7th in uh, Kokomo, Indiana. And AWR is, is ECW times 10. Them I hear you. Okay. Death matches and yep. shit. Oh, yeah. He's talking about the hardcore yeah. shit, Randall. I heard <laughs> That's lit, yeah. Yeah, he actually, he's, he's, he's very cool because he's like, yo, bro, if you can find somebody that'll let you bust some light bulbs across their back, bro, I got you during your performance. Hit him, my buddy Paul. He actually is the only other person that has the uh, logo tatted on his hand. I was like, yo, bro, will you take some light, uh, light bulbs across your back? He's like, fuck yeah, bro, let's do it. I hit him, I hit the dude up, he's like, Gary up, and he's like, yeah, bro, bet, let's do it. So that's going to be cool to be able to do it. It's very cool to uh, perform in a wrestling room. I have a plot of land I've been thinking about doing that on, but I don't have, like, it would be super small if I did it as a venue, so it'd be something you'd, like, maybe shoot music videos on or something, I don't know yet, it's in the works. Sometimes the 360 platform doesn't work out. Because Depending. once once I start my set, you know, I start getting a feel for the crowd. Sometimes there's kids over here, and, you know, I'm a very split artist. So, like, on some of the tracks, I'm like, yep, I can't fuck with this side of the crowd right now. Especially because, with you know, it being a wrestling yeah, show, I guarantee yeah. there's going to be kids. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I find, I basically, I find that side of the ring that, you know I mean, I can fuck with. I would imagine that's an experience, so too, like, yeah. The last one was very That sounds cool fun. I'm alright. They was some younger dudes, 18, 19. They was all hyped up in the back and shit. So, like, they was over in the corner. So, like, I ended up getting on, the, you know, the corner post on the middle rope and shit. Whatnot. Fuck always yeah. Take, always take my championship as well. And he actually hates because it's WWE, so. <laughs> right, uh, I hear you. We, got, uh, we actually were, we did this skit to where um, at the end of my set, he basically came in. He was like, yo, bro, fuck that belt, man. Here's the real belt. And then. Uh, hands me the AWR belt and whatnot, made the crowd go wild, you know, just something different. And you'll actually see that belt in the Whiskey and Cocaine video dropping on uh, March 24th. Whiskey and Cocaine on March 24th? Hip-hop and rock track. I'm excited to hear that. That's the kind of vibe I like. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm, um, I'm releasing Whiskey and Cocaine on March 21st. Twenty fourth as basically the first track to promote the album, right. and then uh, two weeks later, duality I'm gonna, to each their own. I'm gonna be uh, 
to actually the the main uh, track for the album. Level and up. It'll only be released on YouTube though, and then the album will be released on uh, all major platforms. That's dope. I like everything's been really positive too, and man, what I can say about this album is that you can see a change in D-Ray what it do. Like, I hear you. If you started listening to me at the beginning, uh, my first album was Stonyville, and then Forever Blessed, and then to those who say I can't rap to now, um, I can say that there's going to be a lot of tracks that my fans will not be expecting for the simple fact that I hear the album you. is a lot of chiller tracks. No, that's dope. Tracks, a lot of more motivational tracks. Inspirational tracks. But I do have a track on here called Savage. Um, my wife hates this fucking track. Uh, uh, she, I've never had, I've never, out of all my tracks I have, I've never had my wife be like, yo, I fucking hate this track. And it makes me love it even more. Because, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a true storyteller. And um, once you guys hear it, Tell you it's know, not it's real. the hook that you'll be like, oh, this is why she doesn't like it. It's the verses. And it's the first verse, mainly. Um... The story behind it is when we first met, um, we did Molly for four days straight. Um, <clears throat> on the first night, or sorry, the second night, my baby mama came through, and we uh, we got her to taste some Molly, and we uh, we had a threesome. The first night went well, you know. The second night, she came back again, totally different person. So my wife. Now sees that why you know the size that I've seen of this woman, <laughs> and she's like, dude, this this bitch is a totally different person. She this bitch the whole night getting jealous, my guy. <laughs> this this verse is about that, you know that whole night. I hear my you. Guy, and it's very hilarious. Like I literally one of the bars in it is I said I had to spring my baby mama out of my life or I'll be on Jerry. You know. Oh lord. <laughs> That's so, too funny. Yeah, but bro, it's a very it's a very uh, it's honorary fucking track, man. Honorary. I'll be checking this shit out. Yeah, we did the music video, man. The music video for that, which is actually shot by a totally different person. It's shot by uh, Brian Foster, We Are Media. My normal guy is Ghost Films Media. But Brian did an amazing job with it. And like, once you hear the title, Whiskey and Cocaine, you know, you're you're thinking a straight party scene. And it's it's totally, it's it's totally different. It's it's a totally different scene. I hear you. And the storytelling in it is crazy. It actually makes sense for it to be honorary though, because we live in an honorary world, and if you're right, no, no, you're not wrong. Everybody's ready to fight. You know what I mean? And like, even though like I talk about like me me doing certain drugs, I'm also the type of person like I'm very I have common sense with it. Exactly. No. Go out here and do this shit. Respect for that. Do it. You know what I mean? Don't Everything let the drug be you. Do the drug. Know your limits. And not only that, like, exactly. I'm, I'm, I love cocaine. You know what I mean? I'm a firm believer. It's not Respect. Shit, duality. Put that shit up your nose. You know what I mean? There's, I, repeat, I, don't, I don't trust anybody from Indiana. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Man, but just just like, even with like Molly, you know, the party drugs. You're getting the real, real. Psychedelics, I'll be honest with you. I haven't, I haven't tripped in months because I've had six bad trips. And man, I get you. No, no, they're not. Dude, and, and I, I like, I've had a couple friends be like, "Oh, you, when you gonna be ready?" I do not know. I do not know when I'm ready. I do not when I know when my brain's gonna be like, "Hey, you can visit because it's just like." Yeah, no, I feel that exactly. I used literally when I first started writing music, and I did acid all the time. Man, I literally wrote most of my tracks off of trips. Right. You know what I mean? I trip and I literally write two or three tracks off of that trip. You know, after you know what I mean? After all this shit. So, but yeah, I do. I wild out for a long time and then, yeah. 
Them, them six I bad trips put me in my place. A lot of stuff is dead when we were young, I think. At least these days. Kinda. I hate ecstasy. Place a little bit of wild on that. I've not tried that one yet. Um, I hate ecstasy no, because... I a lot of ecstasy yeah. when I was young. I'm it, I prefer Molly over ecstasy because it's more of the vibe. Molly to me is Heard. a legal drug. I mean, you were talking I mean, about... I, I do. I'm, I, I I can't dance. I jiggy, but when I'm I on jiggy, I'm telling you, dog. I'm hey, I'm getting it in that motherfucker. Right. I used to sit there and do glove sticks on string. I was there take some Molly. I sit there put glove sticks on strings and fucking do like light shows and shit, bro. I feel that right. In a cool way that a lot of people don't know that that may wonder like how I come up with my tracks or like my beats because I own a hundred percent of my masters. Right. I own all of my. Music. That's important. He said something real there. For the simple fact that they could change everything about me. Right, all they're doing is, yeah, they own your shit after that. They own you. And it's too easy to distribute on your own anymore. If you own all your masters as an artist, you're, it makes you that much more legit, that much more professional. No, you, you said some real shit there. <laughs> As for most people, lose out, isn't it? Yeah, they no, signed like, to a I label and don't realize. Like, I, I, when I first started out, I actually bought a few leases and whatnot. And I got to the point, I'm like, why would I write a track and put my all into it to know someone else out here has this beat? You know right. I, mean? I feel like that would be when common I sense. The, the exclusives and shit, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, how can I make this so when this beat comes on, you're like, that's a D-Ray, what it do? You, know, you feel me? I exactly. You know, finding you, your style. So basically the way that I do, I go, I, I hit the studio and I look at the, the producer and whatever three tracks that I'm feeling that day, whether it be a Wiz track or MGK track or something, we're going to take all three of those tracks, we're going to look up the BPMs, and then we're going to say, we're going to put all three of these tracks together. So make it you. You know what I mean? More of inspiration than anything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Basically, take the BPMs, and that's why sometimes that's why I'm so that's what makes me so versatile is that you know I'm never gonna you never know what type of beat I'm gonna hit you with at the BPM because that's the way that I do it. And that's what because sometimes I'll do a whole like I said this this new album's a bunch of melody stuff, man. I'm getting very comfortable with my voice. I've learned that you do not have to be able to sing to be able to yeah. sound fucking. No, that's dope. Yeah. yeah so they, they saw the whiskey and cocaine songs like uh, your first hip hop slash rock. Yeah, out, uh, yeah, song, it, right? it's influenced by Kid Rock. Okay. Yeah, I love definitely, Kid Rock. Definitely, definitely. I would say that that uh, it was influenced off of Cocky and um, Devil Without a Cause. I, you know, honestly, if he had good albums, those two be it. Yeah, that would be the best. So, uh, yeah, man. And like I said, I get a lot of influence. Uh, so my new track, uh, Turn On The Lights, it was actually influenced by Outkast, The Way You Move. And Mike now you're speaking my language. Than me. So, and if you go and listen okay. to the track and you, you actually, you're like, oh, shit, I actually hear that now. Uh, right, I feel it. Because I'm the type, like, like, club music, the prime of hip-hop was early 2000s. I was. And I'm the sure. type, like, obviously, you got you got the new age and all that shit. I'm the type that... When it's like turn on lights, you hear that early 2000s in there. But you hear D-Ray would it do as well. So I'm trying to, you know, take all that that I listen to and, you know what I mean, still bring that to the table. Yep. I think you get it. You're doing the thing. Yeah, and all of that, like I said, like, like I said, when you hear Forever Blessed, you know what I mean? Because I did the whole Joker thing, you know, the whole, the, oh, the, yeah, the, the yeah, face yeah. pain and whatnot. Oh, did, uh, yeah. see, that's the one I'm going to have to check out. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, get that vibe. I have uh, Dizzy Wright is on that album. 
Cassidy Fuck yeah. on that album. Yeah. So that that track, that track, that that album. My actually my biggest project is uh one that's really fucking nobody really knows about is uh Let's Keep It Real with uh, LSD and PRG out of Ohio. It has over two hundred thousand streams as a whole as a project. Uh, my biggest track is uh, hundred on on Spotify is a hundred and like seventy thousand with my story and then get turned with little white. I've done over a million and a half streams on all platforms so far. It's not too bad. You're doing better than I. Am. I'm only <laughs> so. I've not probably been putting as much effort into mine yet though. But I yeah. think on uh, that note we should uh, dab about it. Dab about it, right? It's cool because, man, I hear there's a lot of, like, older uh, people, like, that's been in the the industry, in the business. Right. That, like, you know, sound guys and shit, like, they'll come up to me. They're like, bro, you're an OG. I'm like, bro, I'm young. They're like, no, no, what I'm saying is you got the knowledge of a 40-year-old in this music business, man. And I'm like, bro, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm only learning and growing, you know, that's all you can do. That's important, exactly. No respect. Them fucking diamonds. Yeah, I, I prefer uh, glass bangers. Yeah, I, I, I mean. The e nails are very nice, though, they are. I just. Uh, I, I figure feel like this kind of setup, it's easier to use something no, like this. No, no, of course, of course. I just feel like on this, like, especially like with a bigger dab, if this person's sitting there coughing, it's burning up because right. it's staying at that same temp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like a glass banger, it's cooling down. And I feel like the taste is different, whatnot. But that, whatever that is, bro, that's fucking, hey, shout out to you, bro. That shit's nice. (laughs) (laughs) The Gushments. That's the Gushments? Okay. Go up to eight, of course. No, no. 29, 86, (coughs) and 73 mixed. It's it's funny that you just said that, man. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the post about the guy, um, hating on the company and basically complaining that he couldn't go outside um, of his job in the parking lot and smoke a <laughs> Yeah, like, dude, he was straight, like, trashing on the company and whatnot. I mean, that's so, like, somewhat reasonable. My comment, my comment to him was like, hey, bro, um, here at Dab About Entertainment, you can smoke as much weed as you yeah, want. Yeah, this chair. <laughs> you know? oh, I saw that post, actually, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, oh, yeah. You get <coughs> yeah, no judgment here for sure. Whatever gets the job done. Hold on, if you're making me money, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. What the hell? <laughs> this is the highest I've been in a while. <coughs> this is what we should have been filming. Shit. <laughs> 
actually. To show, to show my love for you bringing me on the podcast, I'm going to show y'all this whiskey and cocaine video. Uh, what? <coughs> yeah. That's slow. <coughs> now, see, that means a lot of things. I, like, I like new music. <coughs> That's why you do shit like this. Yeah, I don't know where you guys want me to fuck this. <coughs> <coughs> my bad. Trying to survive this dab. Oh, already fucking with it. Okay. I don't hate this at all. I definitely like the vibe. Hey man, it's something that you wouldn't expect. You're out of the box. That's what, the, honestly, that's what this, this, the, the people are wanting. Right? It's exactly what you need for this area, though. You and feel me? Like, like I say in one of my new tracks as well, I said everybody wants to be a rapper, so you gotta make yourself stand out. But this is, uh, like, I'm not trying to be offensive, but like some Midwest shit, for real, for real. I think it's going to do well around here, dog. I appreciate it, man. I've actually performed it once live, man, and the crowd went fucking wild. I bet. That's fucking dope. I like it. It's a whole different lane for me, you know what I mean? And honestly, that's uh, the rock version of (coughs) my dad. Bet. Respect. (coughs) 
Well, we appreciate that. How long did we do this? We're trying to beat our high score. Corey. About an hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes? That's our longest yet. Uh, yeah. Bet. Uh, yeah. Fist bumped on this one. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Got me really fucking high. Yeah, man. <laughs> I gotta give you a... <laughs> After I finished dying. <laughs> no, we appreciate you, brother. It was a really good episode. No, no, I'm excited man, about this love, one. So I'm going to chop and screw it a little bit. And then there will be like a uncensored version on the website. Hmm. We got to make them work for it a little bit. No, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and if you guys send me links and whatnot, I'll be sure to promo and whatnot. Absolutely. We'll work up some stuff like some uh, little press kits. We'll, I'll get together with him. We'll figure it out. Yeah, cool, cool. And like I said, Bet. if you're at the show next weekend, man, network with the artists and, you know what I mean? That's when we can do pictures and video and so shit. You guys are more than welcome to set up in that bitch if you wanted to before, like, free. Cause the artists, <clears> you heard him. If you ever got, you wanted something like that, you know what I mean? You feel ready for something like that, Randall? Yeah, for sure. All right. Even, even if it's like at a later show to where we can promote it more, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. To where I can make sure it's all set up to where it's more of a action. They ain't gonna take nothing to print out some flyers. Right, and right, stuff right, 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 right. But it's just something different, you know what I mean? It definitely gets like y'all's name out there as well. So I'm down to street team for this. No, yeah. Let's do this. I do. I um. I do. I normally do. Do I? You need to. Last year I did two shows a month. This year with my schedule, what it's really gonna look like is all of it's booked up. Um, Last year I did a couple um, friendly competitions, and uh, artists the best performance won two fifty. So I come in there. I got a, a digital sound level meter, and. Hell yeah. Everybody's performance, I get the crowd, I'd say the artist's name, the crowd get loud, and everybody see, you know, the level. So everything was I got fair. you, yeah. But this year, when I come back with it, it's going to be the best performance wins 500 $500 is $500. Yeah. Sounded like good. CLNR, I do a Halloween party every uh, October. Halloween. Yeah, and uh, I'm fucking with that one. <laughs> yeah, so this, this year be the Halloween party uh, volume five. Um, I normally do best five costumes, win a hundred dollars a piece. Oh, we have Let's five go. barbecue pork at the venue. Mm. He said the nachos. I hear you. I'm gonna be trying those nachos now. Hell yeah, man! I appreciate you guys. Yeah, much respect, brother. Y'all be safe. Did you just fart? Are you serious, brother? Nice meeting y'all. Dog. She really just like walked up to her and went. <laughs> <laughs>